Welcome to episode 535 of the LeakCast Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Thinking Cooper. Joining me is just Colton this week. It's me. I'm here. Hey. Happy, happy uh, Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Aiden uh, is having some family in town, so uh, will be joining us next week. Um, but before we talk about our weeks, I, I forgot how <laughs> before, this works for Before a second. we jump into our weeks, we're going to do a quick <laughs> rundown of what we got on the show for you today. Yeah. Including league cast news, which there's not a whole lot of. New news, it, which there's also not, not a whole lot of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, five sorries, where there's not a whole lot of those. <laughs> uh, some ad and ad uh-huh. by Manscaped, which there's always a lot of that. Uh, some uh, some little guaranteed guffaws. I, mm-hmm. I got some things I need to talk about. Same. Competitive league with MSI and uh, some other good stuff. Uh, Another read from our friends at NordVPN. The rounded table. And then, finally, Zorica's mail time. Yeah, and but, that'll be it. Yeah, but before we do that, it, as my job is hijacked host, <laughs> I'm going to ask Nick Cooper how his week is. Hey, I'm down. We can roll swab. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, I played a decent amount of League. I think uh, only with you this week um so it's been it's been interesting we've had uh some really good games and some really bad games a couple games in between but not too many um some very (laughs) mentally stable individuals playing. very mentally stable for Uh, sure i feel like i've been told to uh take my own life more this this the past two weeks than ever before (laughs) so uh it's been yeah i don't know a bit a bit wild um so yeah i think that's i mean i think that's pretty much it i really didn't i feel like do much this week so okay. how about you um so i've been playing a lot of league uh ranked wise i'm definitely down points from last week mm-hmm. um been mixing it up a little bit and not you know i've been trying to play a couple other characters and it's you know my <laughs> if i play mf i lose if i don't play mf i lose um but yeah. it's it's been still pretty fun um in the games that actually get played out past like the three minute mark but i've i've had a lot of that which really sucks of just players giving up immediately like one bad thing happens or like something pretty neutral happens it's like oh no our jungler got outsmited at scuttle and then just went and got the other one ff it's over mm-hmm. it's like no no it's it's not even remotely close um but i also played um like you know like you said you and i had a bunch of duo games um played some flex with trevor and quinn and a couple of people in another discord server so that was a lot of fun Ooh. playing with five teammates that actually you know want to win and can communicate mm-hmm. um at first I was playing support with Quinn and then I switched to jungle because our jungler was a support main. Um, and I was like, Oh, I'll just, I'll just jungle then. And, uh, those games went pretty well. 
did some uh, did some silly stuff on Nunu, like going a little <laughs> bit more of an on hit build and soloing Baron so that we could get our oh interesting our our Baron achievement for killing Baron before twenty one minutes. <laughs> Um, we've, we've been playing a little bit for achievements and flex as well, so that's been kind of fun. Mm. Uh, like, alright guys, this game, we gotta kill the Baron before 21, or we gotta get Elder before like 25, I think is the thing, which is ridiculously <laughs> hard. Yeah. Um, outside of that, still a little bit of Legends of Runeterra. Um, haven't been playing a ton this week, but I am, uh, grinding a little bit more of the Path of Champions before they rework it um and then i did just pick up vampire survivors because i was watching trevor play it and i was like yeah this seems like one of my kind of games like a nice little roguelike not quite bullet hell but basically bullet hell Mm -hmm. um so probably gonna check that out this week that's about it for my week so uh if there were new patrons we'd read about them here but there are not or we forgot to put them there. So thanks, Aiden. We're gonna pass on into <laughs> league cast news, where again, there's there's not a whole lot. Aiden's not here. Um, I believe that the last month's Patreon show should be going up on YouTube pretty soon. Here, um, in the next week or so, we're going to be recording this month's Patreon show, hosted by our very own Nick Cooper. Yeah, it'll be probably. The, it'll probably be closer to the end of this month just for scheduling mm-hmm. purposes um but it's coming it's going to be pretty exciting yeah i'm looking forward to it it seems like a good time but with that we'll head on into the new news where not a lot's happening besides a couple little teaser trailers for our void queen Belveth. um there are two trailers out there one from the perspective of Velkaz, one from the perspective of malzahar reacting to the arrival of belvet um yeah i don't i can't tell if it's like the arrival or like a a message like warning of her arrival something like that yeah Um, i think it's it's unclear (laughs) yeah it's not entirely clear i was reading through like the reddit comments and it seems like like we're gonna get a void event where there's like the the two sides where you've got the watchers with Mm -hmm. velkaz and probably Cho'Gath and Kog'Maw kind of aligned on their side versus Belveth and presumably Malzahar. Rek'Sai. Kaisa. Well, I think Malzahar is on the the side of the Watchers. I don't know. No, because he's the prophet to, I mean, to Belveth, right? Wait, wait did you say Malzahar or Rek'Sai? Uh, I said, I said Rek'Sai. And Rek'Sai uh, seems to be a little bit more sentient than uh, the Watchers, who just want to kind of like consume everything, right? Yeah, I'm. I, I honestly have no it's, idea. It's confusing. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like obviously we know that Velkaz is affiliated closely with the Watchers, and that Malzahar mm-hmm. is affiliated closely with Belveth. Uh, who else falls on what other sides? I'm gonna defer that to people who actually know the lore of this game. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm. I'm sure. I'm forgetting his name, but I'm sure he has or will oh, have. Necrit. Great... Yeah, Necrit. Yeah. Necrit probably has like five 20 minute videos about it already. So mm-hmm, probably. if you want to learn about it and not be as stupid and uninformed as Nick and I, go check that mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, but the, it's been it's been super sick. I'm very excited. Her design seems really cool. It's going to be like Manta Ray ish, and she has some oh. semblance of uh, a human like head somewhere 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she will not be a um, edgy or <laughs> cute like like anime protagonist. Yeah, you know? a little, uh, and it won't be Kaisa where, but she's mm-hmm. from the Void guys. <laughs> oh my! Why is she hot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why is she hot? Yeah. Um. Man, wh- why is she hot? Yeah, that's a great transition <laughs> to why is he hot? And the answer is because of Manscaped. Summer is coming. The sun is shining. Shirts are off and your balls are smooth. You heard that right. Your friends at Manscaped are here to make your make sure your beach balls are as smooth as Floridian sand. Nick, is Floridian sand particularly smooth? It is world-renowned for its smoothness. Oh, that's great. I, I'm also world-renowned for my smoothness. <laughs> on, on a tangent, which I probably shouldn't do during the ad read, but I did some, uh, some volleyball at a bar, some sand volleyball this week. It was a blast. Uh-huh. The sand was a lot softer than I thought it would be for just like a random bar nice. volleyball court. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> your beach balls are going to be as smooth as the Floridian sand. In summer, you'll want to kill some cold beers and barbecues, but not kill the vibe with pubes peeking out of your swim trunks. And that's why Manscaped has their performance package 4.0 to keep the party in your pants looking crisp and refreshing all summer long. Dive headfirst into summer by joining the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for a hot guy summer. Again, hot no, smooth boy summer, soft boy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code LEAGUECAST. Now, Aiden's not here, so we can we can really dive into Manscaped this week and talk about how they're going to throw in two free gifts in their performance Ooh. package. Nick, I've got two free gifts for you, and they are soft <laughs> and smooth. <laughs> Very clever. Um, but the two free gifts that you'll get in your performance package are not my balls, but the Manscaped boxers and the Shed travel bag, which will bring your comfort to the next level. It's a really nice bag. They're really nice boxers. Mm-hmm. I wish I wish I had more Manscaped boxers because I would wear them. Oh, for sure. They're so comfortable. Yeah, they're fantastic. Um, yeah, but again, you can get those with the Performance Package 4.0, which you can also get for 20% off with free shipping using the code LEAGUECAST at manscaped.com. Again, 20% off and free shipping with the code LEAGUECAST at manscaped.com. This is the summer to turn your package into the full package with Manscaped. And remember <laughs> to tweet at Manscaped, smooth boy summer and soft boy summer. Because it's, it's not about hot guy summer. It's about soft boy summer. <laughs> Thanks so much, Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped, for your continued sponsorship somehow. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, they love it. They love they it. Do, they probably do, yeah. Um, awesome. I want to talk about a special combo that we did uh, mm-hmm. last week, if that's okay. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm down for it. I was there. I witnessed the combo. You were there, time. and you're. I've converted you. You're a believer, right? <laughs> I am... Not situationally even, not not even because of like the late game of it what what really so well let go ahead and tell them what the combo is and then i'll tell so, you what sold me on it so we played nami brand mm-hmm. bot lane which seems a little troll right because they're both kind of supports they both deal magic damage like who's who's farming why are mm-hmm. you playing this combo uh it's because it's broken it's yet yeah. So the the caveat I would say is it's obviously incredibly magic damage heavy. Mm-hmm. So you can't pick it every game. Yes, yeah. You need an AD threat somewhere on your team. But if you do have a heavy AD team, holy shit, you do so much damage. This is all the this is all the magic damage that you need. If like if you have AD 
jungle mid top like yeah like you got like brand and that's Talia it. and darius on your team boom mm-hmm. and hey guess what they have to build magic resist because brand will one shot them yeah so um. you you play it like or i guess did you want to talk about like what converted you yeah if, so if, honestly okay. like later on in the game we did a billion damage but mm-hmm. what what sold me on it was that when you put e on me and then i e autoed somebody and my e applied one my auto applied the other and the burn applied the third mm-hmm. so not only did it stack your your you know three procs of your e but then it electrocuted them and i was like yep. this is fucking dumb off of an ability and an uh an auto attack yeah right and it's like a w auto attack procking your electrocute or e like it's so dumb <laughs> So, and what what really makes it insane is after you get to one item each, mm-hmm. um, you, you play it normally. Um, you play Nami like you're playing with a Lucian, um, where you go the Electrocute Imperial Mandate route, um, and uh, Max E, Brand gets to go Brand. You can go Leandries. Um, uh, I think that's the best for it. I mean, maybe you could go Ludens if you just want the pure, like, single combo pen. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I think Leandris is just, it's just OP on brand. So yeah. like, uh, definitely build it on him. Uh, and then the, the wild thing is what happens after that. So like, uh, okay. I was just talking about how wild the, it was beforehand. How much crazier can it get? <laughs> well, it's even crazier because brand with Nami doesn't necessarily have to go Rylai's second item. He can go, uh, something else. I mean, he can go heavier damage he can go an earlier void staff uh shadow flame if he needs it horizon focus uh something you know something not realized which will lower his damage uh and and give him the utility because nami already provides the utility uh with imperial mandate plus um yeah uh, right plus, your, your e makes e. my ability slow anyway mm-hmm. on top of giving them a ton of bonus damage yeah. um you know on top of that, you know, there's something to be said about the normal amount of, like, CC and zone control you get out of a bot lane. It's way more with Nami Brand. It's crazy. Right? It's like... It's... It, and Ezreal can hold people away from a choke decently. Mm-hmm. If you walk up to a Brand, he's going to kill your whole team. Yeah, it's it's insane. Uh, especially you know if you're able to to obviously draft him in the um, like ideal scenario where he's the solo AP, mm-hmm. uh, I guess combined with Nami. Um, yeah. yeah, and then for I, I want to finish the build off. You're not going to get past this item because I don't think that I, I think the game's over at this point. But for Nami, um, go Staff of Flowing Water. Uh, I guess it would be your fourth item after Boots and the support item. Um, mm-hmm. because it, it is everything that you need. I mean, it's more AP. It, perfect. It's more ability haste for, for both, both of you. Perfect. Uh, it, it's, uh, fantastic on, on Nami, fantastic on brand. Uh, and then that, that's kind of it, but you can mm-hmm. close it out with more, uh, more AP. Yeah. If you, if you need items. to like putrefire, it would be a good fifth or mm-hmm. depending on the game, you can either pick it up or the brand can pretty easily, um, can, can just get the, for heel cut, mm-hmm. the, the heel cut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's well, yeah. So again, on the brand, you're going to go Leandry's first item, spell pen shoes, um depending on their team comp i would say third item is probably going to be like uh 
Rylize, Void Staff, Death Cap, Shadow Flame, or Hourglass. <laughs> um, again, probably don't need Rylize in a lot of cases, so you could go for that early Void Staff or like Shadow Flame. I think is really strong. Mm, um, I agree. The other thing that's great about Brand, and I think that this problem goes away in a patch, but like right the traditional problem of, of playing the bot lane role is that a, a assassin or bruiser is just going to show up and murk you mm-hmm. brand is really good at turning that into a 1v1 because they jump you you combo them and like they kill you but you also kill them almost every time yeah it, it's it is hard to play brand and not get at least one kill with your ultimate mm-hmm. like, bouncing somewhere yeah mm-hmm. Um, so with that, again, you go Brand, uh, Dark Harvest typically is the way to go with that. Um, for secondary, I like Cut Down and Presence of Mine or Coup de Gras Presence, depending on how much health they have. Um, yeah, you... I think um, I think Coup de Gras would probably better, be better in this scenario just because uh, Brand's items tend yeah. to have a lot more HP than, than usual. Yeah, like I, I meant mage. coup de gras when I said cut down. Oh, okay, and I, I see. just transitioned it. Yeah, um, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, coup de gras and presence of mind. If you really, really need it, you could take biscuits, but you probably won't need it because you're going to smash lane. You would need it for the mana regen, if anything, because yeah. Nami will heal you. Um, yeah. Uh, do you? So do you prefer to max Q second or E second on brand? E. Okay, I agree. I think um I think that's the way to go. It is just reliable damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with the change where if you E in a blaze target, it gains like double range or double radius, basically. Oh yeah. Uh, very very powerful, especially if you're able to bounce it off of like a, a minion or something just for poke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a lot easier to poke by Wing the wave and then Eing something that's already a blaze just to mm-hmm. chip him for a little bit of damage in the burn. Because, hey, guess what? That'll proc two, mm-hmm. <laughs> two uh, you know, hits of, of Nami passive. Yeah, or and, Nami then they're, e. and then they're slowed, so you just walk up an auto mm-hmm. to get your electrocute. Yep. It's, it's crazy. Uh, it's also immensely fun. There's very little counterplay uh, if you get ahead. Brand will one-hit you, and there's mm-hmm. not a lot you can do about it. Yeah. Uh, I, I think another thing, like, I guess last thing uh, is what makes the combo so good. Um is that Nami offers so much peel for a character that traditionally is, you know, extremely immobile, blows his damage and then dies. Uh, but, you know, you have Nami ulti, you have the bubble if you need it. I mean, you have the the heal as well. Um, she's She, she kind of does exactly what Bran needs uh, on top of all the damage aspects. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, super fun combo. I promise you won't have more fun like with with most other combos like you will with this one yeah so do you have a do you have a special name for it or is it just brand nami oh i don't know we've got a f- fire and uh, fire and ice no volcano uh, fish uh a, a lane oh man imagine if nami were ice <laughs> and then it would just be like a lane of fire and ice that'd be hey. cool but it's not so maybe that'll be a round table <laughs> <laughs> yes what, no, what I, should we call a brand nami duo <laughs> yeah send in your emails and then we'll uh we'll, we'll know we'll just workshop it for a bit but uh i think that, that does it for our guaranteed guffaw yeah. um so now we're on the competitive league have you been watching much msi yes so well Ooh. i have been watching some msi i won't say all of it because some of the games are resident <laughs> sleeper they are not entertaining 
Uh, and I'm not going to subject myself to watching like, uh, I don't know, like C tier leagues play against each other, I guess. Um, so I, I've tried my best to, to at least tune in until it's pretty decided who, if there's going to be a winner, you know, if there's like a 20 K gold lead, I'm not going to, I'm not going to watch the teams close it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I have been watching. I have the, so round one is finished. The format is, uh, three group stages followed by a kind of pseudo second group stage followed by best of uh with the top four and then the finals afterwards Mm -hmm. uh so we just finished the first uh the first round um the first round the group stage is 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 what i meant um where we saw we saw three undefeated teams in groups. If that doesn't tell you how the how those groups went, <laughs> uh, T one, uh, RNG, and G two all went undefeated. Have not dropped a game yet. Uh, G two, I believe, is on a twenty game win streak currently, nice, uh, which is absolutely insane if you include their uh, uh, lower bracket run through uh, uh, LEC. Yeah, um, and then. The top two from each group move on to the second round of groups. The I think they're calling it the Rumble stage. So we've got um, from uh, from the first tier or from the first group, Group A, we have T1 and Saigon Buffalo. Uh, by far the the two best teams there. I don't think there's really any argument that can be made um, that they're not the two best teams in the group. Who are the two that got kicked out? Uh, team A's which was a, a Latin America league team. And then detonation focus me. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Cause the, so, only, the only games I watched were T1. Yeah. I mean, and boy, did you watch some really interesting games? They busted out Vi, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy. Uh, they busted out Wukong Senna, I think yeah, one game. That, yeah. <laughs> so, it's been interesting. I, I it's not that, I, so I think they've been taking every game seriously, but they have not been drafting. Like every game is, is the world finals, you know? Yeah. Which I, I, that's not a fault against them. They absolutely haven't needed to. Just mm-hmm. uh, uh, something I thought was very funny. Uh, so they went six zero. Saigon went four two. Team A's uh, went one and five, and Detonation Focus Me went one and five. Um, so by by far the two best teams that are there. From Group B, we had RNG and PSG Talon leave. Uh, RNG, like I said, six zero. Uh, PSG Talon three three. Uh, red, um, the Red Canids. We're two and four, and then uh, the fast pay Wildcats. Uh, I think the Istanbul Wildcats um, were one and five. Um, so the it, it was close. The, the the two best, the most entertaining matches uh, of the entire you know group stage was between PSG and uh, Red Canids. So uh, those two teams moved on. It was close between the two, but uh, PSG Talon edged out a win. Um, over them in the standings. And then in the last group, there was only three in this one. Uh, it was G2, Evil Geniuses, and Order. Uh, and G2 went 8-0. Evil Geniuses went 4-4. And Order went 0-8. It is the perfectly balanced. Uh, we know exactly <laughs> where every team falls. There is yeah. no <laughs> there is no discrepancies. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you don't agree with this, you're simply wrong. Yeah, I was I was about to say it was nice that we didn't have any uh, any teams show up and not get a yeah. single win. But yeah, I was very happy that uh, that um, uh, team A's won, uh, especially in their group, which 
it was probably the hardest to be honest Mm -hmm. um so very very cool uh and then yeah so in the second round we have six teams two from each group like i said Got Evil Geniuses, PSG Talon, Saigon, Buffalo, T1, RNG, and G2. They will do, uh, I think, two round robins against one another before the top four teams will then move on to knockouts. Uh, I think the only teams that are up in the air currently are probably Evil Geniuses and uh, Saigon Buffalo. Um, I I think it's pretty hard to argue against t1 rng and g2 after their dominant display uh and then psg looks a step below i would say the rest of the teams um so it'll be it'll be interesting i'm not quite sure when it starts uh because i checked the schedule their website and it says to that there are no games there are no future (laughs) match scheduled matches yeah so their own website says that i don't know it's yeah Um, i don't know man the the LOL esports website is not great, and it's a but it's a shame because I I think actually watching stuff on it is is really good. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that the interface for actually watching is mm-hmm. good, but like, and and I know it's not like LOL esports, but I was trying to find the TFT like finals that happened. Oh, you can't you can't watch it through that because they uh, you know TFT is different, but like I couldn't. I had to go to like Riot Games Twitch VOD to find it. Oh, weird. Like, and I couldn't. There, there wasn't like a YouTube VOD of it. Like it was. Hmm. I don't know, man. It's it's wild to me that they make accessing these things uh, that they don't make it easy. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure like how they would. I mean, maybe just a link in the client would be good. I, I mean, I don't know. Like they've got the link in LOL Esports for like every single region, including like collegiate and like i think i think there's a high school league too like Mm -hmm. it wouldn't it wouldn't be hard to add a tab for tft yeah i mean at the same time though this is the website which Mm. like i i was trying to watch the vods because games started at 2 a.m uh eastern i'm not i'm not staying up that that early that late to watch them yeah um so uh, and it just defaulted to the the spanish vods Nice. For some reason, I, I couldn't find English vods on the website, so I had to go to to YouTube. <laughs> yeah, it, it, there's so. also, I think it was last year during Worlds where I had in the client like, don't show oh. me any spoilers on the the lol like on the client and yeah. on the esport website, the lol esports website, and it like showed me who the next match was, and I'm like, oh, so I so I know who wins this quarterfinals game. Because you're you're telling me what the next match is. That's not a spoiler at all. Yeah, I think it's one of the things where it's like, don't show spoilers. Excuse me for the current round, which is is dumb. I I, I I'm on your side. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> uh, that's MSI. Uh, there's a note here about the artificial latency, which we yes. talked about a lot. Was has there been more about this? So uh, no no like contra well. So RNG released a statement, which was kind of cringe. Um, but um, uh, Riot, I, I wanted to talk about their blog because they released a tech blog on it today, um, kind of outlining like what the problem was and uh, like what they did to fix it and, and to even discover it because it was just like so fucked. Uh, essentially, the connection from China was fine. The connection from Korea was, was not fine because um 
because the tool that they use to art to artificially inject ping to to equal out to 35 was reporting that it was it was fine the logs were fine the debug like you know uh system was fine uh indicating that that everything was fine the players were the only ones reporting an issue with it and they couldn't find the, the cause of it uh it turns out that like the 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 formula they used to to figure out like the ping was mm-hmm. uh incorrectly incorrectly calculating um so they had to like reverse engineer uh or like reverse manufacture a way to like to figure that out quickly um did some like really cool tech stuff to to do it i'm not like savvy enough to to know what it was um but figured it out everything should be good now uh it did result in uh rng having to replay three of their matches um to which their coach and and team were not happy about uh but it is the only way to i mean so they they were like no other team had to like had to replay three matches like it's a lot to to go through yeah Um, but at the same time no other team had to play on higher like or no, no other team that you played against rng had higher ping uh and they outlined that the the ping differential was like 15 to 20 higher than like in reality 15 to 20 higher than um what they wanted it to be at at 35 mm-hmm. um uh um it was high sorry i lost my train of thought it was higher than than what they wanted it to be oh and they they have this um i guess from the start of the pandemic they talked about like what would we be, accept as like the ceiling for ping like this is the absolute highest ping we can accept and, and call it like competitively viable. Uh, and they picked 40. So the fact that it was 15 or 20 higher than the yeah. 35 that they, that they wanted it to be at was, you know, unacceptable for them. And that's why they decided to, to remake the matches. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, uh, And it, it actually only affected the players playing uh, against China because they played every other match on uh, the land server. So it, uh, to, to reduce the risk of, of like internet failure, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, very cool. That's why they didn't remake any other matches. Um, I, I think Riot does a great job of like addressing and handling issues, communicating, you know, fixes, um, for certain things. Uh, and this is definitely one of them. They did a really good job. Yeah. Um, so do you, do you have a prediction of who you think is going to take it all? Um, I mean, so I, I think T1 is the best team at the tournament so far. Just, I mean, so their, their group was a little easy for them, I would say. Um, RNG matches looked a little bit closer. So it's hard to, it's hard to gauge strength when the teams haven't played against each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what, every time we do the podcast, the yawns just come over me, man. It's because I bore you. because uh, you don't like no. me. No, I, like... I love doing the podcast. I love talking about League of Legends, but something like you just hate me. My, in I, my body just says it's it's yawn time. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I'm. It depends on the the bracket and how it comes out. Um, but I I would, if I were a betting man, I would wager that we get a G two T one final. Uh, and then I think I think T one probably takes it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure between G2 and RNG, but I, I'm for sure on the side of T1 taking the mm-hmm. final. Yeah, they just look so much better than any other team. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, actually. They it, So I we were talking about this, and um, 
I, we'll move on shortly after uh, in the Discord. But it, it looks like they exert the same amount of pressure as the other team, despite... So, like, T1 will send three to make a play, and the other team will respond with four. Nothing will happen, or T1 gets a kill, like, trades one for one, whatever. And But all the while, the other T1 members are just making, like, just printing money on the map. Like, it's, it's crazy. Like, they exert so much pressure with fewer individuals mm -hmm. that... It, it just makes it so hard to play because you're just down like efficiency the whole time. Yeah. I, I forget which match I was watching, but it was like, they were talking about how like some games carry and Guma will pop off and carry and some yeah. games, you know, uh, there's Hoffwiener who's Zeus will carry, mm -hmm. you know, some games owner will pop off and generally Faker's just kind of like in the supportive facilitator yeah. role. But when they happen to just kind of run it down in all the other lanes, then Faker's like, well, I guess I'll have to, to win this for us. It's so crazy that, like, Faker is the perfect player for that team where, like, he can play literally anything. He just eats pressure for breakfast, mm -hmm. like, without losing anything or or much, like, in that regard. Like, can, can, can be the, like, baseline of, I will provide this, all like at bare minimum all the time yeah. period like this is this is what you can you can expect from my mid laner and then occasionally like okay we're, we're playing around faker this game and he just pops off like he's any other like superstar mid laner in that regard mm -hmm. it's just absolutely insane blown away that he's able to like produce at this level still yeah it's it's wild it's mm -hmm. i mean he's the he's the goat for a reason yeah it's it's insane um so very excited for that uh glad that they have the the latency figured out uh and then i think uh aiden only one wanted us to talk about one more thing that was the c9 summer roster which is official uh there have been a lot of roster announcements so we'll kind of you know super week that eventually where we'll talk about all of those at the same time um but uh c9 was up in the air and and we kind of already knew excuse me knew about it uh, it'll be Fudge in the top lane, Blabber in the jungle, Jensen uh, is back and in the mid lane, Berserker as the AD carry, and Zven is returning for the support role. So pretty exciting. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, we want to talk about NordVPN. For sure. Um, so our other sponsor for this episode is our friends over at NordVPN. If you're not familiar with them, NordVPN lets you connect to servers in over... 60 countries that's over 5400 servers with a single click interface you can also set up an auto enable thing where it just turns it on for you when you pop your computer on you'll get amazing speed when connecting to those servers and it's rated the fastest vpn out there confirmed by speed test as well as you can put it on all of your devices on every major platform including windows android ios mac os and linux even your Android TV supports NordVPN. Now, Nick, I believe you have prepared a poem today expressing your love for NordVPN. Is that correct? That That is correct, actually. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, uh, my name is Nick, and I'm here to say that I love NordVPN in a major way. Wait, that's a great poem, Nick. Thank you. It was very original. Now, mm -hmm. if you're trying, if you have questions like, how do I get this great product? Do I get a bonus for using a particular code or link? 
have I got some news for you. Because you can get an exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast. You get a huge discount. You get free threat protection as well as an additional month for free. And it's all completely risk-free with NordVPN's 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you use it, and if you're a crazy person and for some reason decide it's not for you, it's fine. Get your money back. It, it, you got 30 days to figure it out. So thank you to our friends at NordVPN. Again, that link is nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast. Get out there and protect your web traffic. If you went right to think that you're in China and adjust your ping for, for the for yeah, players to, to help you win you. more games <laughs> to keep things fair for you and, and your opponents <laughs> you need NordVPN you do, you need it <laughs> awesome uh, let's do the round table yeah. last week's question we're cancelling each other over League of Legends hot takes today post your cancelable League of Legends hot take um, so from Twitter, we've got a few responses. First from Tanera, who said, Yumi isn't that broken and doesn't need to be deleted. Also, she's not that easy to play. Ooh, actually, actually true. <laughs> well, Yumi main. <laughs> um, Randy said, tank meta is best meta. I personally oh, think first strike is kind of useless on junglers. Uh, he also said Viego is balanced and Senna is unhealthy for the game, but Yumi is acceptable. Huh. Um, a couple Yumi acceptors. A couple Yumi acceptors. I would say Viego is not balanced. I do agree that Senna is unhealthy for the game. I hate Senna. Hmm. I, okay. I just, I, like, I, I really dislike the support style that Senna is where it's like, you, I won't disagree. You you shaft your eighty carry to get gold and souls for yourself and become a carry. I think she's great and competitive, but it, like it's it's the same thing as dealing with like a, a full AP Zareth or Lux in your mm -hmm. lane, where it's like you're not you're not playing support. It's just yeah, it's just annoying. Mm -hmm. um, not that I feel like it needs to be like renewed, removed or patched out. Yeah. It's just frustrating. Uh, next one we've got is from Rainbow Honeysuckle, who said that Zaya and Rakan having unique buffs for being in the same match is bad for the game. Uh, true damage shouldn't exist, <laughs> and neither should Grievous Wounds, right? And then last hot take, Riot is super generous with free things. Yeah, that's one that I feel like people complain about a lot, but I'm on, on your side, Rainbow Honeysuckle. They give you so much shit for free. <laughs> Yeah, they do. Uh, and I mean, the only, I think the only true thing that people can be frustrated about is how long it takes to unlock champions. Mm -hmm. um, uh, especially when, for, at least for ranked, like they should just be free, right? Yeah. Um, like at, at the very least, you should be able to pick everything for ranked and swap yeah. it. Like that should be an option, right? Where it's like, it's, mm -hmm. it's unlocked for you to pick, but you have to swap it. Um, like I, I'm, I'm fine with them saying you like can't play the character. Like I, I think that you probably should have all of them available. But at the very least, like if they're gonna say no, you can't play it, you should still be able to like pick Renata for your support, even if you don't own it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, coming from like the beginning of the game, where you, the the only free thing I, I got was you know 
Riot Girl Tristana for liking their Facebook page. And like, you also got Unchained Alistair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Unchained Alistair. And, and the Judgment Kale. Yeah. For being a, a good summoner in season one. Mm-hmm. And subscribing to their YouTube, you got one. And like, there were, there were a few, but it's like the amount of like skins I've gotten from the Hextech chest system is yeah, wild. Yeah, it's insane. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. I, I think the hottest take here, I think, is that like true damage and grievous wounds shouldn't exist. I am 100% on board uh, about Grievous Wounds. I think Raya should just be balancing the game uh, around heals being fully effective. Uh, you can, I guess, I guess having it on champion abilities is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, having it on an item makes either healing useless or Grievous Wounds useless uh, and not much in between, personally speaking. Uh, but true damage should exist. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm fine with true damage existing. I think maybe they're a little generous on it, but like there's certain characters I'm like, eh, why why do they have true damage? But I I do like that some characters do have it. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on the Zion Rakan? Is that bad for um, me? I think it's fine. I I I'm glad that there are not many champions other than them with that. Uh, but I think it's fine if that's their gimmick, you know. Yeah, I I feel a little differently where I'm okay with their gimmick being like the thing, but I would rather it exist more. But it, and it's a weird hmm. line where like I think for it to be okay, it needs to exist elsewhere in in some regard, but I also don't want like there to be a million interactions like it. Mhm. Um I don't think it really affects the game significantly, but if, you know, it, it, it is odd that they get, like, that that they're the only characters that get a buff when they're together, but it's also a very minor buff, and Khan meta has not been a thing for a long time. I, I also think it's super fine because they're both pickable, popular, uh, and, and playable. Um, yeah, on their own, like, currently as well. Mm-hmm. Like Zai is a really popularity carry. She, her crit build is seeing a little bit of a resurgence. Uh, Rakan is is a fantastic um, uh, support uh, and and sees a lot of play. Um, so very very I don't know very cool in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna pass on to the next one because we're taking a lot. <laughs> we gotta break down every hot take, Nick. Uh, oh, there's one more, I think. Yeah, there is. Yeah, Hulk. no, and then, and then there's the Discord answers. But Eric said, "Yeah, yeah, we'll move on." Yeah. Holebreaker didn't need any nerfs. You're wrong, Eric. Disagree. <laughs> you're you're wrong, and it, it, we appreciate you for responding, but you're wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> from Discord, we've got one from LAX152 who said, "I think that League solo queue is a fun and enjoyable environment. From my experience, there hasn't been much griefing and trolling, at least not on my server, OCE." Uh, hmm. Overall, I've enjoyed ranked a lot. Damn, we gotta we gotta move to OCE, Nick. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, Soda said, Irelia, Akali, Camille, and Yon are not broken. People just suck at playing versus them. Um, mm. I agree with all of them except Irelia. <laughs> uh, I, I, th- I think Aurelia just needs healing nerfs, like, hardcore, mm-hmm. and she is getting them, so. I mean, you know my feelings about Yone. Uh, I think Akali yeah, I also has pretty small counterplay 
against like good Akali's. But uh, that's that's your take, Soda. Uh, next one from T. Scotland, aka Nearsighted Northman. Uh, split pushing is perfectly healthy for the game and does not ruin the match mid to late game. Oof. Depends on context, but I, I I'm fine with split pushing being in the game. Doctor Green said anything below plat is not elo hell. Uh, mainly canceled by silver players for this, which is the majority of the player base, I believe. Um, you guys truly don't know the depths of despair uh, until you've played like low diamond high plat. <laughs> it's bad. It's, it's oh god. It, there's bad everywhere. Elo hell is wherever you mm. are. <laughs> True. Um, Reckless Viper said, "My truly hot take." League of Legends isn't a fun game anymore. We're all Ooh. just chasing the nostalgia of our fun times with friends, and most of us don't huh. know how to enjoy playing anything else. Like true addicts, Riot has control of us now and most likely forever. Wow. Why you gotta call me out like that, Viper? <laughs> <laughs> I can't play other games because I have to grind League. <laughs> that Tyler One clip lives true. Yeah. Lives on. Um, so yeah, thank you for all your hot takes. I'm sure if you guys uh, haven't already, get in the Discord and uh, tell people why they, why their their hot take is correct or incorrect. Um, but also in the Discord, you should be answering this week's roundtable question, which is, how can Clash be improved? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, so I've not played many Clashes. I think I've played three, uh, and we've won two of them. So... <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good about like clash, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, but as someone who isn't like tremendously impacted by smurfing, uh, that would be, that would be my take, um, is like really, really crack down on like smurfing and preventing it in clash. Um, I, I really don't know how to do that. Um, but I imagine it is insanely frustrating to be like tier four and playing with someone who is, like first timing a champion has never played it before and ranked, uh, and then pops the fuck off on it. Like mm -hmm. obviously, obviously this player is not a new player, uh, or a, a low ranked player. It like, it's very clear that this person's smurfing, but because they signed up that account with their phone number, you know, that's, that's all that, that happens. Mm -hmm. But I, I also don't have a fix for that. I'm, I'm not sure. It's, it's kind of hard to, to, to do yeah it's it's tough um i mean for me i would say the the timing of tier one clash kind of sucks was, yeah um, that, that was my like one b answer <laughs> yeah uh where i would like to be able to play clash earlier on um prior to starting at 9 p.m yeah yeah um you know i i think having like a best of three for the final would be fun, but I understand why they don't like make people commit to five games, especially when it starts at 9 p.m. Uh, five games after you've already, or uh, more than five games, right? Like if it was a best of three? Well, because it's currently three games you win, isn't it? Or is it four? No, it's three. Oh, no, you're right. It is three. Yeah, right. Yeah, five it, games. Sorry, yeah, sorry. So, like, sorry. you could go up to five games, but I, I do think that. Like losing a best of one, especially in the finals, feels really shitty. Mm -hmm. And particularly, like if it was a small mistake, and like you know you're the better team, 
where I think, you know, best of threes always feel better in that regard where yeah. you know, if I lost, we, we got beat. And if we won, we, you know, we, we, we earned this win uh, where there are times when in a best of one, you're like, Oh cool. They you did a cheesy level one invade bottling, got a thousand gold and then we couldn't really play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be my things would be like, do tier one earlier, have best of three for the finals or like some kind of longer form progression for clash where it's like, if you win tier one clash, like you get a ticket to tier one, like tier one plus and you're mm-hmm. playing against like other people who won tier one clash. Ooh. Um, but I, I don't know, that would be tough to I think administer and would probably end up in really, really long queues. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, that's our roundtable question again, which is how can the clash be improved? Hit us up on Twitter, on Facebook, get in the Discord, send us an email, uh, send Nick a letter to his home address, <laughs> which I'm going to post to dox him. Uh, send a carrier pigeon to Aiden and Canada. I believe that's their primary form of communication. But yeah, we want those roundtable answers, so send them to us. Yeah. Uh, we're going to move on to Zorka's Mail Time, a.k.a. Mail Fight. Uh, the first email is from Slater. Um, he said, Good agents. Hope you're having a smooth week. I thought I'd take this opportunity to explain the Ten Commandments of the objectively best game mode in League. Don't at me. With well over 2,000 games of ARAM under my belt, I think I have enough agency to make this flawless list of commandments. Number one, never under any circumstances forfeit. Guys, it's a 15 to 20 minute game mode. If you're losing, use it as practice and don't cry and chat when people don't FF. I'm, ag- I'm agreeing with him for the most part. I'm gonna, I think we, we respond to these as they come up. Oh, sure. Yeah, um, sounds good. But I would say it's not under... There are some circumstances where it's okay. Circumstance one, double explosion, perfectly fine. Cir- mm-hmm. Circumstance two, you absolutely smash a bunch of people who are way below rank than you, but you want to give them the win, or you absolutely <laughs> smash and you're a four-man pre-made and when your teammate is toxic and you want to take away their win, FF that game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, lastly, I would say if the enemy team refuses to end... Right, like if they're if yeah. they're just repeat spawn killing you and won't actually kill the Nexus, you're fine to FF. If you're just losing and they are trying to take it though, FFing lame. Play the game out. I uh, I hope this is this is uh, um something that he one of his commandments, but not ending the game is cringe. Yeah, that probably comes up next. So next commandment commandment the, the second. If someone asks for a reroll, do it. People will complain about getting a bad champ, uh, which is wild to me because it's just ARAM. Yeah. Also, they should just give two rerolls to everyone every game. Yeah. It should. It should I, I literally agree. just generate a. Cha- with ev- with every champ unlocked. They should just yeah. It should just generate a pool of fifteen champions, and you just pick which one you want. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's how ARAM should work. Is that you 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 queue up, and the and you get just 15 champions in your select screen yeah that you get to pick from so the way that um heroes of the storm does it is uh yeah there's 15 and everyone can uh everyone gets three uh and you can like build a team comp around that like it, it's really fun actually i really enjoy uh heroes of the storm aram or did when i played it mm-hmm. 
Number three, do not immediately take a champ uh, an ally re-rolls out of. It is incredibly frustrating when you want to play, uh, but you wanted to do the right thing and follow the previous commandment, only to have someone insta-pick the champ that you rolled out of. True, it's toxic. Agreed. Number four, let people in if they want to. It's a fun game mode, and if they're having fun, let them. It means nothing if you lose an ARAM uh, because someone inted. This also extends to let them build uh, what they want as long as they're not toxic or AFK, let them be. I agree. I, f- I fucking hate when people ping my items mm-hmm. uh, and then I wind up doing more damage than you. Like, yeah. if I if I want to build no crit Lucian this game, like, hey, guess what? That's what I'm doing. If I want to if I want to build Lethality Caitlyn, yeah, hey, guess what? That's what I'm doing. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I'm totally on board that don't flame people for what they build. If people are choosing to int, I... <sighs> I would I wouldn't say let people int if they want to, because that mm-hmm. can still ruin a game for nine hundred yeah. players. Um, yeah. Number five, I think. No, number four. Feed the poros and communicate no, with your one. Oh yeah, sorry, five. Uh, feed the poros and communicate with your team and the op- uh, opposition team. Must switch poro to feed so you can get the satisfying poro explosion. Guys, I sell my poro snacks. I disagree with this one. No, you're a criminal. No, they're a waste of time. You're a criminal if you do that. Heck the poros. You're That's a legitimate criminal. Feed the poros. Heck the poros. All right. Um, number six. Oh, thank you, Colton. <laughs> Hot take. You don't have to recast a snowball if you land one. Remember, there's no wards in Aram, so feel free to use it as a skill shot ward. If you want to do it, absolutely go for it. Launch right at the 12 Odarius as a 1-6 gin, but it is not necessary. Unless you are playing... <laughs> uh have to re have to take snowball um number seven number seven always sacrifice yourself if the enemy team is about to penta and when that happens always praise the penta recipient for the sick penta i don't know about that one either um yeah i I would just screw seven and six i i I don't think that that needs to be a commandment i think the six should just be take snowball every game if you take exhaust on Aram, you are some kind of player. Yeah, yeah. If you Don't take look at my match history. <laughs> if you take exhaust, you're a criminal for one. But second, everybody should have snowball. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, yeah, agreed. every player agreed. should have snowball. Agreed. And if you get a kill um, with the snowball, it's a plimble. If you get a kill when you dive in and there's the extra damage, that's a plumble. Spread yeah. that. Damage one plimble. Damage two plumble. Plumble, plumble uh, kill. Number eight, avoid playing your mate. Number eight, <laughs> avoid playing your main. I know it'd be fun to dump on everyone who got a random champ as your main, but the whole aim of Aram is to play champions you may never get to play on Summoner's Rift. Try something new. Also disagree with this one. People are cringe, and you should play whatever gives you the highest chance of winning if that's what you want yeah, to do. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think we go back to uh, Commandment 4, where you told people to build and play whatever they want. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Uh, number nine, where possible, let the minions take the Nexus. Oh, wait, obviously if it is a close game, or if you're in a rush, you can take the Nexus yourself, but if not have some more team fight action around the Nexus as your minions become winions. No cringe. If you have a chance to end the game end the game, yeah. I like it. It is only cringe. That is the best word for it. You're winning. <laughs> Just do it. Uh, number 10. Have fun and positive vibes only. Aram is the permanent, only permanent fun game mode treated as such. Try new builds, champs, and practice combos whilst having chaotic fun. 
Give your opposition some love. Applaud them for good plays and always GLHF and GG well played. None of this GG easy or blank diff unless it is followed by a heart, meaning uh, you meant it in jest. All the best, guys, and good luck on Howling Abyss slash Butcher's Bridge. From the guy who gave up on solo queue and converted to a life of peacefulness on ARM purely because summoners, if summoners rift is too stressful and he isn't good enough at the game to make it anywhere. P.S. Uh, consider my advice as recompense for the length of this email thus later. I don't know what kind of Aram you're in, uh, but I need to be in that one because my Arams are super toxic. Yeah. People are just absolute dickheads in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the fact also that you didn't have never take exhaust as a commandment, um, there's something wrong with that. Because that, that should absolutely be a commandment in its own right. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> though, for the most part, I do, I do agree with the sentiment of this. So thank you for the email, the Slayer. Yeah. Next email from Pards. Hey, LeeCast, it's Pards. Want to get your thoughts on the new challenges. In my opinion, challenges are bad for the game. Day one, I'm seeing people going for challenges rather than for the correct play. For example, my AD carry who gained a big lead early was only 30 CS shy of the Flame Horizon challenge, so he farmed waves until he got that, rather than grouping with his lead and helping us win the game. It feels weird to have something that incentivizes self-play rather than team play. Also, after an evening jog, I took a nice shower, and you already you know that your boy <laughs> kept the socks on for old times. It, is there a league cast equivalent of showering with the socks on? Or is there a league equivalent of showering with the socks on? All the best parts, Bay. Um, I would say... I just don't know why you would. Yeah, so to me, I think that the league equivalent of showering with your socks on is playing not quick cast with lock screen true right where it's like there's there's really nothing wrong with it but like why would you choose to make yourself uncomfortable in that way Mm -hmm. why would you choose to play the game on hard mode Mm -hmm. um and as much as like i i want to blame challenges on that like tons of ad carries just would power farm and, and not group anyway um it, it is tough and, and i agree that the like incentivizing people to do things that don't necessarily win the game does suck that being said it, it is a lot of fun to play as a team for challenges like when we were like okay guys we have to focus on bear and like I don't care what you're doing, what your lane state is. At 20 minutes from the Baron spawns, we're going to be there to try and get this achievement. <laughs> like, that's that's fun. Um, but I, I think if you're playing for challenges in solo queue, then that's just, like, you're being a little toxic to your team. Um, and I think that's just a management of, like, expectations and, and playing to win in a competitive game mode. I also think it'll die uh, die out a little bit mm-hmm. um, as like time progresses when pe- the the novelty of the challenges kind of wear off. I don't think it's such a big deal, mm-hmm. um, honestly. Uh, but I, I could understand like how right now, if you try to queue up for a ranked game and someone did that, like it would be very frustrating, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thanks awesome. for the email parts. Yeah. Next email is from Aaron, a.k.a. Drive Forward. Hello, Lee Cass. Uh, How are you boys doing today? This email comes with another question from a low ELO player. 
I almost always play support due to the fact that I never have to worry about farming. Uh, I can set up vision, look at my map, look for angles to get a kill, gank a lane, etc. without worrying about falling behind on farm. Uh, whenever I try to branch out to another role, uh, I tend to fall behind very quickly uh, and very drastically. Nick knows firsthand how bad it can get when he saw me fall behind on community night with my Seraphine mid. When I play community nights, it's nice that everyone encourages me and tells me not to get too down on myself, but at the same time, it doesn't help me get any better. I can see us if there's nothing else to worry about, uh, but when you have to be prepared for incoming ganks, lane harass, helping a river, etc., it's hard for me to find, uh, hard for me to keep my farm up, and therefore, I, therefore, I fall behind. So my question is, what are viable ways of actually coming back? If I catch I, uh, sorry, I can catch uh, one wave if it's near base, but then I have to get uh, back up or get solo killed. I can't team fight because I'm as useful as a cannon minion. I can't set up vision because I always run into the enemy jungler. I feel so stuck and have zero fun playing any other role, which I want to try out uh, because some of the other champions in other lanes look and sound so fun to play, uh, and they just never are when I pilot them. As always, I'm incredibly sorry for the length of this email. Excuse me. Sorry, I, fuck. Got Nick, uh, and continue. It's awful. Uh, and continue to wish you all well in solo queue. Aaron, aka Drive Forward. Boy, this is a really tough question. Um, a lot of it's gonna come with experience. Uh, you'll you'll kind of know like on like. I won't say like on average, but that's that, that's like kind of what I mean. Like in in general, that's it. Uh, in general, you'll know, like the cooldowns of, of enemy champions, like the, 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 the damage that they deal, um, like the damage that you deal, your cooldown, sort of like the ebb and flow of, um, the, the lane. If you, if you just keep going, uh, and then it's, it's kind of hard. Like, uh, again, just, you, you kind of just need to be in the zone for, for like tracking junglers and things like that. If you see someone like if you see the jungler gank another lane, you know he can't be in the lane with you, right? So then you can drop, then you can drop a ward which will, will allow you to play a little bit more aggressively, and you don't, um, you know, uh, I, I don't know, int in that in that sense. Do you have any advice, Colton? You play solo lane more than I do. Yeah, I mean, I would say. Like, probably start by isolating specific elements to work on, um, the easiest of which would be the last hitting. Like, practice last hitting in in a custom tool, right, in the practice mode, mm -hmm. so that you don't have to commit as much effort to it. And then, you know, spend one game focusing on tracking, like, the jungler and trying not to get ganked focus one game on trying to trade really effectively um outside of that i would just say you know one of the the big things is you know his his question is like what are viable ways of coming back and one of the biggest things is just like doing everything you can to not fall behind crazy significantly um you know, there's there's a huge difference between like dying and dying plus losing two waves, mm -hmm. um, or dying plus losing the dragon that you were already going to lose. Yeah. So again, you know, we mentioned this. I think or at least it's something that I talk about a lot in the profile reviews for our patrons. Is mm -hmm. like 
trying to take the high percentage play and if there isn't a high percentage play available like just do the farm um right so it's like if there's a fight happening and you don't win it if you show up like then don't show up and give them an extra mm -hmm. 300 gold and lose waves like dump a wave get a reset um you know it, it's going to depend a lot on what character you're you're playing right like if you're playing malzahar and you fall behind you can still ult people if you're playing like yone and you're down oh three and 30 farm you're gonna be useless but like that's a risk you take playing that character um mm -hmm. but i mean again you know look for opportunities elsewhere whether it be grouping with your jungler to do like a three-man dive top or waiting for your support to go to go in mid like even if you're behind you can still be effective it's just tough to find those opportunities sometimes yeah i think that's a a really good point um definitely like going for the more reliable play is is it's not like flashy um but until you learn how to to like properly do that i suppose it'll be better to to go for the play that's like you know good but not great but won't like instantly lose your team like a ton if it goes wrong mm -hmm. so yeah yeah uh, so thanks thank for you email. drive forward and good luck next email from shade 115 he says hey guys shade 115 first time emailer here I have an answer to the roundtable question that requires a little bit of explanation. My uncancelable hot take is that Flash <laughs> needs to be nerfed. According to Riot Ooh. Games themselves, an item needs to be nerfed if it is bought in more than 60% of the time uh, in its target class. Uh, and this is, he cites the dev blog where they said that. I know mm. that summoner spells fall into a different care, uh, category than items, but it seems to me that Flash doesn't even come close to this percentage. It feels as if Flash is taken on 95% of champions and 95% of games. Imagine if any other aspect in League was commonly played on all 10 champions in a game. That would be instantly nerfed through the ground. Uh, I don't know, man. Health potions, I see them in every game. <laughs> every character comes to lane with health potions. Uh, hmm. Just being cheeky. Uh, Flash being taken less would make a more interesting game, especially in pro play, Right now, we see everybody flashing for the AD carry, and then the AD carry just flashing out. Uh, I have a suggestion for a change that I don't think that you can just increase the cooldown because summoner spells should be able to be used throughout the game. I suggest cutting the distance of flash at least in half, maybe oh. more, with the exception of over walls. This would make flash more critical uh, for positional adjustments, such as the dodge a blitzhook, I do think that this would discourage Flash as just an engage for Juggernauts and would mostly be taken on Mages and Marksmen. What do you guys think about this? Or can you think of any other changes to move Flash more to the same power level as other summoner spells? Please accept my apology for the wall of text, which is hopefully legible, Shade 115. P.S. P.S. Uh, Cho'Gath stacks cap at 256. Oh, interesting. Hmm. A little integer cap, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, how do you do you agree with this? Does Flash need to be nerfed? So, I think um, if you were going to make this argument, it should have been about nine years ago. Um, because you're right, Flash is OP. It's broken. Um, it's uh, very obviously 
too strong if it's being used in every single um every single game yeah. by you're right pro it's probably upwards it's definitely more than 90 percent. i would say i feel like the the likelihood of one player not having flash is like decent in every game but it, nine flashes is is common if not extremely common right yeah you you expect to see at least nine probably ten flashes mm -hmm. you'd be surprised to see two characters without flash um, and, and even those that like when you run without it, like it's seen as like a troll build. Um, but I'm with you that it's, it's kind of too late for that. Flash is just way yeah. too integral to the game with so many interesting like flash combos, flash cancels, like repositioning and doing weird stuff with it. Like it is core and expected that you have flash. Um, so. I think at this point, I mean, you could adjust the cooldown or the distance. I, I really wouldn't want to, because then all of like that that feel for flash changes of like how close can I flash? Can I make this wall or not? Um, I would probably want to see other summoner spells increased in power, if anything, to compensate. Yeah, I think at this point the only thing you can do is maybe adjust the cooldown, um, because you definitely can't, uh, you definitely can't change it the way that he he wants you to. I think, um, mm. in terms of like distance, you know. Yeah. So. Awesome, thank you, uh, Shade. Thank you, Shade. Our next email is from Uzi, Uzi G. Sorry. Uh, hello, quick question for you guys. Which champion has the highest base physical effective health? It's Pike. Pike with a physical effective health of 870. Early in game, Pike isn't an assassin support. He's a tank with a kit of an engaged support and the damage of an assassin. The tankiness falls off by mid game, but it's still absurd. Also for the League of Legends hot take, I am not excited about the durability update. Oh, I feel like there are already way too many ways to incorporate anti-bursts into rune pages and builds that many people were just not taking or building. ADC example, if you have, uh, sorry, if they have one or more assassins on the enemy team, why not build bone plating and over overgrowth for secondary runes instead of greeting with gathering storm or treasure hunter? Why not always build shield, build shield bow instead of kraken slayer or gale force? Imagine what's going to happen when eighty carries take anti burst runes in twelve ten and throw on a Lulu support on top of it. Uh, sorry, to top it off, increasing overall dur durability for characters is a huge buff to certain champion classes. Uh, over other classes, skirmishes are always going to be monsters, with characters like Fiora, Akali, Silas, Yasuo, Gwen, Olaf uh, being even harder to kill, especially in side lanes. Champions that pump out boatloads of constant damage hardly care if you have a 200, uh, if you have an extra 200 health in a melee 1v1. I personally feel like the meta uh, has been really good recently. Definitely the most variety of champs able to be picked without being considered trolling probably ever. I just don't want that to be ruined. Sad face. Sorry. Not sorry for the length of this email. Uzi G. Um, so I actually share the, the very last sentiment with you. Um, I think the, the meta is in a fantastic spot uh, overall. And you can kind of pick any character in any role, like generally speaking, um, without having any issues. And I wouldn't want that to change either. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think the meta is in a pretty good spot. And there's a lot more variety now than we've seen historically. You know, mm -hmm. it is a pretty diverse patch. Or, you know, 
meta this season where you, you can play a lot of different things and you can play a bunch of different archetypes. Um, you know, it, it's not, if you were to go and watch like LCK games, it's not, you know, giga tank versus giga tank every game. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's tank versus bruiser. Sometimes it's bruiser versus mage. Sometimes it's mage versus mage. Sometimes, you know, it's yeah. tank tank. Like there's a lot more variety as opposed to days where it's like, you know, okay, well, is it going to be Shivana, Renekton, or Maokai? Like, mm-hmm. those are the options. Um, I I don't know if, I, you know, I, I'm looking forward to the durability patch. I, I do think Assassins deal too much damage. Um, it, it feels really awful to get 100 zeroed by, like, a 2 and 6 Evelyn. It's like, come on. Like, I, I definitely think people could go for more of these defensive options in the rune trees but personally i think they feel awful to take and i really dislike them like i i know that bone plating is like such a good rune especially in the mid lane but i like never take bone plating mid because i think it's cringe as fuck yeah i mean it's only it's only good for a short amount of time though right like it it has a window and granted like late game that window's uh, a lot smaller and um you can uh, uh, have it, I, I guess, have it up more and and not get it like poked off. Um, but I, I truly like. I think we're overestimating exactly how like powerful those runes are. Um, overgrowth is like it's not going to get you more than I mean, let's say like ultra ultra best case scenario, like not going to get you more than I, I don't know three hundred HP probably. Mm-hmm. So three hundred HP on top of like shield bow on top of um i don't know bone plating like uh, is that enough to to survive like any character's burst yeah probably um maybe i'll I'll say maybe because there are scenarios where like even that's not guaranteed but are you going to be able to do anything afterwards like the damage difference between shield bow and literally any other marksman mythic is like astronomical that if you like, what are you supposed to do if you need to be high damage but also survive burst, right? The, the reality is you just buy the damage and hope that you can outplay the burst somehow, that you can exhaust through it. Um, it, it it's like, I, I don't agree with that sentiment. Like, damage is obviously very, very high, probably too high. Um, I, I think Riot is happy with where the meta is at too, so I would hope they wouldn't change it. Um, but I, I guess we'll just have to see you know, going forward. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thanks, Uzi. And final email is from Large Dad. How in the flip-flap paddywhack, jack crap, snick-snack, <laughs> diddly deck of piddle pack, willy-whack, mm-hmm. vic-vac, knick-knack, fat-slap does XP work in this game? I've <laughs> done everything I can to try and understand it, but when I'm 7-0-11 with 223 CS... How am I the same level as the opponent jungler who's 2, 3, and 4 with 196 CS? It's not like I'm not catching minion waves or neutral objectives and towers because I am. Yet when I'm 1, 4, and 3 with 150 CS and my opponent is 4, 2, and 2 with 176 CS, I'm suddenly behind two levels. How does that make any sense? Please assist me in my large ambitions to understand the largely inconsistent system. Large dad. Um, good question. <laughs> can, yeah, XP is confusing. Um, 
So I would say some things to remember are that XP values fluctuate a lot throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a, a champion kill is not worth the same experience at 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Same thing with minions, jungle minions. Um, with jungle monsters, part of their value is going to depend on when they were last killed and when they spawned. So like if you don't take Krug Camp all game and you clear it for the, for the first time at like 25 minutes, that's not going to be as worth as much as if you had killed those Krugs at like 20 minutes and they just respawned at 25 minutes. Um, yeah, so so yeah, I think that's a, a big um, like part of it is that jungle, jungle camps uh, um, like ha- have levels and when they respawn, they, they spawn with like an average level of like uh, time in the game, I think mm-hmm. is 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 what it's based on. Um, so yeah, making sure that you're you're putting uh, camps on cooldown uh, is really good. Um, and and uh, there's so many like there's so many factors that go into it as well. Like, did did that person while they were you know waiting to or, or trying to gank like did they wait in a bush and soak half a wave like here? Do they? catch mid wave and although they haven't cleared camps they've got like a a a fat like wave that that crashed into them yeah or Um, like in his examples right where it's like you're you're super ahead with a lot of kills and a lot of cs when you're what like where are you top lane and maybe your jungler ganked and you got the kill but your jungler also then soaked like you know three waves of shared xp with mm -hmm. you um you know your laner Mm -hmm. yeah um like if you're the jungler or the laner, like yeah. either way, there's again a lot that goes to it, as, as well as like the sharing aspect. If you're grouping with your team a lot and sharing XP in lanes with like one, two, three people, you can get a lot. Whereas like somebody who's maybe really behind and is just going to perma split push is getting solo XP the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is confusing as fuck, and it's not very clear, and it and it feels bad, but, um, it's not something that's like easily explained or tracked. I I would just say, you know, if you don't want to fall behind in huge EXP, like losses, wave management is going to be the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Um, not, you know, having 10 minions die to tower and you not get the experience for it. Uh, if you're a jungler, making sure that your camps are being cleared so they respawn at higher levels is really important. Um, you know, if you're a support, roaming at the right times so that you're not giving up a ton of experience when you're out of lane, those are all you know, important factors. But XP is super valuable, so play around XP, not just yeah, gold for sure. kills. For sure. It's definitely hard to, to know the balance of, like you were saying, like, when to roam on a support and and when to to stay in lane and soak some xp um and i can only imagine how like that's probably even harder for junglers like because you know like you know how to you, you've got to know how to do that but basically for the entire map so good luck large dad uh, i i would probably i bet you could find like a, a youtube guide on on how to how xp works um, like specifically for the jungle in general, um, and then how to like maximize like XP gain essentially. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Thanks, Large Dad. That'll do it for this episode of Leadcast. Oh, Colton, you want to do the outro, Mr. Host? Sure. That'll do it for this episode <laughs> of Leadcast. If you want to email us, you can mail send it to mail at leadcastpodcast.com. If you want to watch us on Twitch, we are twitch.tv slash kinglardout, twitch.tv slash bluebasket, or slash leadcastfrost. You can tweet us at twitter.com forward slash leadcast. Hit us up on Facebook. Just search for Leadcast. Visit our website, leadcastpodcast.com, or join our Discord where everything is always popping. That's leadcastpodcast.com forward slash Discord. That'd be through our website, or you can just go to discord.gg forward slash leadcast. That'll pop you right into the server. And if you really, really like us or really dislike Nick and <laughs> want to spend a bunch of money to rename Mail Fight to Nick Sucks, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash leadcast. And that is... You'd have to do that for another section, though, until Zorich over re- relinquishes his hold upon yeah, if, Nailfight. If you want to change uh, new news to new news about why Nick sucks, you can do that <laughs> by supporting us on Patreon for an egregious amount of money like Zorica <laughs> did. Uh, but that is going to wrap it up for this show, which is 500 and... 35. 35. I know that number. Uh, Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye. Thanks. Bye.